Hey everyone, it's Ariel Hawani. And I'm Chuck Mendenhall. And I'm Pete Carroll, and together we are Three Pack. Join us on the brand new Spotify Live app immediately after all of the biggest fights in combat sports. And also during the weigh-ins, because that's when the real drama happens. So what are you waiting for? Follow the Ring MMA show right now on our exclusive Spotify podcast feed. And come join the best community in MMA. Peace! We're out of here. It's New York, New York, presented by FanDuel. Take a shot at betting the NBA with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub, filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all on one page. Plus, start betting on the Explore page and the Pulse and bet live same-game parlays for every NBA game. So download the app today and bet with Fandle, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100 Gambler or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. Let's roll, baby. It is a surprise bonus edition of New York, New York here on Spotify Live, presented by our friends over at FanDuel Sportsbook. And it is all over for Kevin Durant and the Brooklyn Nets. It is all over. See ya. The Durant-Irving partnership that was supposed to lead to Multiple trips to the conference finals. Multiple trips to the NBA finals. Multiple, not just one, multiple NBA championships. It is officially over for Brooklyn Nets fans. And it is a good thing that we were on mountain time. I'm awake. I was planning on watching The Last of Us, going to bed. We got like a loaded show at Radio Row tomorrow. And I get a call from the great Stefan Anderson who calls me and I'm like, what in God's name is going on right now? Because I am not on Twitter. I'm not refreshing social media like crazy. But he goes, Jay, did you see what happened? I go, Steph, no, I did it. Fill me in. Is everything all right? Durant got traded to the Suns. And listen, you should have read between the tea leaves that this was going to go down. I didn't think it would happen now, I figured KD would play nice. 
he would play out the remainder of this year, and then he would find his way elsewhere in the offseason. Phoenix, Miami, whatever the case may be. He was all in with Kyrie Irving. Say what you want about Kyrie. I'm not a fan. He's tough to take. He's insufferable. But I think the minute they moved on from Kyrie, Kevin was like, look, I don't want to be here anymore. It's time for me to go elsewhere. So, Mikael Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, four first-round picks, a bunch unprotected, and a 2028 pick swap. The Nets did pretty well in this trade. But you are saying goodbye to the great Kevin Durant. And I, I think for Nets fans, this is a tough day because... It now is official. Your all-in dynamic duo that you sold your souls for, that you put all your eggs in the basket, and rightfully so, for the idea to go and get Kevin Durant, for the idea to go and get Kyrie Irving. It didn't even get the Nets a conference freaking finals appearance, yet on an NBA finals appearance. And yet on the championship. Now you can argue that over the next couple of years, Brooklyn can restock. They now have draft picks. They now have assets. We'll see what they do with a guy like Bridges. We'll see what they do with a guy like Johnson. Uh, Stefan was joking with me earlier today. It's going to be the Cam Thomas show. Be that as it may. All of a sudden now, the Brooklyn Nets and the illusion of championship, it is over. It is done. And let's be real about this. The Durant-Irving 2019 signings that were celebrated across the NBA, that shook up New York City, there's no doubt, because I think a lot of us were of the belief Kevin Durant wanted to be a Nick, not a Net. As we know, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant end up in Brooklyn and not with the New York Knicks. But this is going to go down as one of the all-time monumental biggest flops that you're ever going to see. You go get Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, you can't even get to the NBA freaking finals. And good for Phoenix. Phoenix is probably looking at the Western Conference saying, all right, let's go for this bad boy. Denver's really good, but they're beatable. They've never made a championship before. The Warriors, Steph Curry just went down with an injury. They're not the same team they were last year. You believe her in Memphis? Clearly not a believer in the Clippers. So Phoenix is saying, all right, Chris Paul, Booker, KD, let's go win. And that's one hell of a triple threat. Like, I'm actually bummed that they will not be at home why I'm out here at any point, because listen, I would have had no interest in, in going to watch the Phoenix Suns play before this trade happened. You know, like they're a decent team. They're a fine team. They're not the team they were last year, clearly. But like, there's a zillion things going on. I, I wasn't going to be like rushing to go to an NBA game. Durant, all of a sudden, Phoenix now, I would have been like, okay, I'm on board. Let me see how this looks. Because I'm literally a hop, skip, and a jump right from the arena. And right from the Diamondback Stadium, which, by the way, looks fantastic, which I absolutely need to go and check out. Looks absolutely terrific. But K 
KD is gone. And I think the bitterest pill to swallow from a Nets fan's perspective. You might have thought, and, and I don't think many of you are delusional enough to think, all right, we're going to take over New York City. You know, there's generations of Nick fans. You know, that's like impossible to like get that out of their, their DNA, their structure. Like they, it just doesn't happen. But I do believe that Nets fans with Durant and with Irving they believed legitimacy was coming for the franchise. In a city, around the NBA, you name it. You're not the laughing stock. You're not the team that's playing at Continental Airlines Arena. You're not this joke, this second-rate, second-class citizen. Well, now, let's be honest. The two big stars you brought in, Kyrie's in Dallas, Durant's in Phoenix, the Nets are retooling and they are rebuilding. You're back to being beyond second-class citizens here in this town. You may not like that. It has nothing to do with the Knicks. Listen, I'm well aware of the fact that the Knicks are going on, what, eight, nine years without a playoff series win, 20-plus years without a finals appearance. Like, I, I, I don't need the history. Trust me, I, I'm well aware of the history from a Knicks perspective. But it is a Nick town. And in order for the Nets to have some semblance of relevance, they got to win. And they got to win big. They did not win big with Durant and Irving. I think it's fair to say, you know, a Hollywood blockbuster that you think is going to be a blockbuster, and then boom, you see the ticket sales. You see the revenue. And you're like, Jesus, it's not worth the squeeze. Well, that was Durant and Irving here in Brooklyn. Oh, it could have been. Oh, it could have been. Oh, this is fantastic. I am so glad. So glad that we are doing this. And it's 1130. 1.30 on the East Coast. You guys are joining me. It's fantastic. All right, let's lead it off. Our guy Mo gets us going. Mo, uh, good morning to you. What's happening? How are you, Mike? Good morning, JJ. I mean, I'm fairly awake, but you, I'm, it feels like I just got a fresh cup of coffee in my system after Woj tweeted that out. I mean, this is just... Where do you even start, JJ? Like, where do you even start? Oh, Mo, it's insane. It's absolutely insane. I mean, let's be real. The idea that we are thinking about Kevin Durant playing in Phoenix, the idea that after all of this, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving are gone. Twenty, Think about this, Mo. 2019, if I would have told you the Nets go and sign Durant and Irving and they don't make one trip to the conference finals, what would your reaction be? I would say you're crazy. That's what, on top of Harden, right? On top of getting Harden. And they still didn't make it. This is, it's really insane. Um, and I agree, I disagree on you on one thing, JJ. You say that you, you think the Nets got a pretty good haul. I completely disagree. Completely disagree. They're getting four unprotected picks. That's right. But two of them are going to be completely useless. Well, in the short term, yes. I mean, right now, with Durant, with Paul, with Booker, the pick in 2023, and probably the pick in 2025 is not going to be particularly good. The picks down the road, Mo, I have no idea. Who the hell knows? what the, the, the league is so insane. It's so fluid. Who knows what this team looks like in Phoenix in four years, dude? Who knows? I, I, uh, yeah, I agree with that portion, but JJ... <laughs> 
But, but let's be real about this, Mo. In, in defense of the Nets, do you honestly think you get an equal value for Kevin Durant, no matter who you trade him for? To be honest, this seemed really rushed. It really did. It seems like they try to flip him a little. Like, to me, if you think about this, JJ, like, be like, uh, you tell me that the Pelicans wouldn't be interested with all the picks they have and Brandon Ingram. You don't think they would probably have a better deal on the table? That's interesting. You know what I think it boils down to, though, Mo? I think the Nets and the Suns had a lot of conversations before, you know, the summertime here. And, and when it seemed like the rent was actually going to get moved. So I bet you there was infrastructure. I bet you there were some terms that were close. And the minute the Irving trade happened and KD probably went to Cy and probably went to Marks and said, get me the hell out of here. I'm going to keep quiet about this. I don't want to make a big deal of this. The Nets said, all right, let's do right. Let's rebuild this thing. And we feel like we're in a good spot with this trade. You're right. You could make the argument they could have gotten a little bit more. But they're getting a ton of picks in return. They're getting some good assets in return. And, and, and Mo, I don't care who they got from New Orleans, from you, you tell me the team. You're not getting equal value for Kevin Durant. But, but JJ, there's a difference. From, if you're getting Brandon, but I really think the Pelicans would have done it. I think there's been, wrong, I, I know I'm bringing up the Pelicans specifically, but I really feel like they, because you have so much control, it's not like Kevin Durant's a free agent. Like even like next summer of 2024, you have him for three and a half years. You really didn't need to make this trade, even if he's requested for another, like he requested for another trade. Like you see what I mean, JJ? Like I don't. No, no, no. Listen, they were. Uh, let's be real, Mo. They were not in a position where they had to do it, but I think their perception around the league mattered to them, and they did not want to be the team where it's like, oh, we're difficult to deal with. You know, you're thinking about your perception. See, this is where Kyrie Irving's got to shut up, man. Somebody asked him about the trade from the Nets to the Suns. I- I'm glad he got out of there. Kyrie, you're such an ass. I mean, be quiet. Be quiet. How tough to take this, Kyrie Irving. You know what? That's what the Nets fans are rooting for over these last couple of years. Sold their souls, and-, and it blew up in their face. A lot of people mad at me saying, you know what? The Nets didn't get enough in return. You're not getting equal value back for Durant. Do you honestly think you are? You're not getting equal value back. They got a ton of picks. They got some movable assets. They're in a tough spot. They're in a very, very tough spot. You could try and play hardball, but if you're playing hardball, it's going to diminish your trade value and asset return. Just is. Morris joins us. What's up, Morris? Hey, JJ. What's going on? Morris, we're doing all right, man. What's happening? I'm so giddy right now. So giddy right well, now. Well, listen, if you're a fan of the Knicks and you're a net hater, this is going to make you smile. And listen, there was a situation where I think a lot of Knicks fans felt betrayed. They were angry. And they were ticked off about the fact that Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving did not choose their organization. And that they ended up in Brooklyn and it was a black eye for the Knicks. And you're like, man, I'm going to have to see these guys go and win and win at a high level. And they're going to do so in our backyard. They're going to do so in New York City. So, yeah, do I think a lot of Knicks fans, myself included, have taken a whole lot of satisfaction in the idea that this is blown up in a big way? Yes. Yes, I do. Oh, 1,000%. 1,000%. The Nets went from building around Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving to now building around Ben Simmons. 
the guy who won't shoot the freaking basketball. And honestly, just if I would have waited personally to trade a KD. I would have waited to the offseason just to see what the market was for him, even to see what the roster would have looked around him for this half season. But they got a hole for him, and they did. And at the end of the day, they got gorgeous winged assets, four draft picks. What else can you ask for? You're never going to get equal value to Kevin Durant. Yeah, and, like, there are folks who are, like, trying to be delusional and thinking they're going to get, like, Jalen Brown from the Celtics. Like, on what planet are the Celtics trading Jalen Brown to the Nets? You know, I heard that in some places. It's like, no, you're not getting Bam out of bio from Miami. You're not getting Jalen Brown. You want to tell me you're going to get a guy like Tyler Hero? Sure. I mean, maybe you could sell me on that. They were in a really tough spot here, Morris. Really, really tough spot. Really tough spot. And I wish I listened to, I forgot who said it on East Coast Bias, so throw a little bit of money on the Suns to win the West. One of you guys said it. I wish I listened to you guys. I think that was a Raheem Palmer special. So I got to give my guy Raheem credit for that one because, yeah, listen, from a future standpoint, you got Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and Kevin Durant on the same team. That's a team that could go and win the NBA Finals. Why the hell not? And listen, Morris, from Durant's standpoint now, he now gets a chance to go and be the guy to put Phoenix over the top. You know, we talk about legacy a lot with athletes and with NBA players. Right now, Durant's legacy is that he joined a 73-win Golden State team. It was great when he played for Golden State. Phenomenal. Won a couple finals MVPs. Played brilliantly. Brilliantly. He did join a 73-win team. He now gets to go to a team that's been close. Got to the finals, they lost. They lost in the playoffs last year. He'll be the guy to kind of put them over the top. I like that for him. Go do it. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Tom in Massapequa is up next. What's up, Tommy? How we doing? Hey, how we doing? Uh, Tom, I'm doing well, all things considered. Doing well. How you guys doing back on the East Coast? I thought I was a fucking psychopath, but I got the biggest smile on my face. I can't say. <laughs> I mean, listen, you and, and a whole lot of Knicks fans waking up in it as they're hearing this uh, at 7, 8 in the morning, finding out that Kevin Durant got traded. Because you realize, Tom, there are a lot of people right now who are sound asleep as we are having this conversation that have no idea. They're going to wake up like, holy shit, I can't believe Durant just got traded. Yep. Yeah, my dad's knocked out on the couch. I want to go wake him up. <laughs> That's always, you know, Stefan was giving me shit. Remember when Correa signed with the Mets? And of course, he didn't end up signing with the Mets. But it was like a late night move. And dude, normally, I'm a night owl. So I'm like up for a lot of this stuff. So, you know, something happens, boom, I fire the mic on and I go from there. 
I was sound asleep when the Korea news happened. So when, when this went down, I mean, I'm on the West Coast. It's not that late. It's like 1140. I was like, this is perfect. Let's go. Let's fire it up. Let's see who's up. Yeah, good God. This is just fucking electric. They thought that they were going to become not just one, not just two, not just three. They thought that they were going to fucking win how many championships. This is just the best. They were better when they had fucking Joe Johnson. They went further with Joe Johnson and Paul Pierce than they did with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. It's great. Well, listen, it ended up being the same ceiling, which is which, Tom, it's hard to believe because now you look back on that Pierce Garnett trade, which ended up being a terrible trade for the Nets. Terrible trade. And you compare it to Durant and Kyrie. Same ceiling. Did you believe the Milwaukee Brooklyn Nets series in 2021 is going to be the apex for this group? That is insane. Totally insane. Alex is up next. What's happening, Alex? How are we doing? What's up, JJ? Look, man. Knicks fan here, like what you said earlier, black eye, you know, when Katie and Kyrie chose the Nets over us, but, you know, they chose to go to the place where the inmates run the asylum, and look what happened, man. Look what happened. Chaos. Insane. Think about it. One playoff series in three years. That's it for Durant and Kyrie Irving. One playoff series in three years. No finals appearances, no NBA titles. Nothing but heartache, nothing but nonsense, nothing but distraction. They'll be remembered for the toe on the well, line. Well, they're going to be remembered for the toe on the line, and they're going to be remembered for all the insanity with Kyrie Irving. And listen, Kevin Durant came here, and his guy he wanted to play with was Kyrie. You want to talk about a poor decision. Holy smokes, Alex, what a brutal decision. And I, to be honest, I understood why Brooklyn, despite everything that was going on with Kyrie Irving, they'd, they'd be like, listen, we're in on these guys. The rant's here. We got to keep them happy. Rich is a point where it's like, you know what, man? I can't keep doing this. Can't keep doing it. They reached that point. Kyrie wanted to trade the man. They didn't want to give it to him. Well, they didn't want to give him the big contract. Who could blame him? He comes to trade the man. He ends up in Dallas. Durant, a couple days later. Maybe this big Josh Hart pickup will catapult the Knicks past the Nets in the Eastern Conference standings. Oh, baby. Oh, that's fantastic. I say that with a extra zest in my voice. Just saying. Just saying. Ryan is up next. What's up, Ryan? How we doing? Hey, JJ, what's going on, man? Ryan, what's happening, bro? How we doing? Bro, JJ, I'm a diehard Nets fan. I Listen, I had high hopes. My condolences, hope. Ryan. I, I know I'm having some fun at your expense, but uh, my condolences. In all seriousness. Trust me, uh, I I was the one that called uh, fucking Geo and Boomer gloating when we got Katie and Kyrie. And uh, listen, bro, we had high hopes. And, you know, if it wasn't for injuries after the Bucks series or in that series, we probably run away with that title. But with that being said, like I I only blame one person for this. It's not Kyrie. It's not Katie. It's this fucking owner, bro. This owner is dog water. He's garbage. He's trash. 
Dude, Kyrie didn't want to get the vaccine, whatever. You could have paid a $1,000 fine per game, whatever it was, let him play. You didn't let him play. Why, why is that? Let the guy play. All right, fast forward to this year. You, you suspend him and make it do a 2K uh, a quest for 15 days. Apologize to everybody for having some thought on Instagram. Bro, if I'm Kyrie and KD, I'm like, this isn't what we signed up for, this owner. Well, listen, Ryan, let's be, let's be careful now. Let, let's be careful now. They had every right to punish Kyrie Irving for sounding like an absolute ass early in the year and making highly insensitive and highly inappropriate comments. I mean, the idea, I, Kyrie, that is such a terrible reflection on your entire organization to have a guy endorsing remarks and statements like that. And listen, the vaccine, here's the problem, Ryan. It's the anti-Semitic stuff. It's the vaccine stuff. It's going AWOL for two weeks. Oh, right, 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 right. Don't go. Don't go. Appreciate the call, please. Don't, don't go. I, I, I don't even want to go down that, that road. I, I really don't. Don't defend Kyrie Irving. The guy's an absolute moron. Okay? Tremendous talent. You run a team. These guys are reflections of your organization. Kevin Durant's a good guy. He's a little sensitive. A little too sensitive for my liking. But he's a good guy. I, I, to say that about Kyrie Irving, he's not. I, you can tell me Kyrie Irving can come play for the Knicks. I would not go to Dallas. I, I, I would say that, that for me to get Kyrie Irving on my team, you'd have to give me like $100,000. I'm dead serious. That's on my team. Because he's impossible to report. Impossible. So I, I saw this guy earlier today. We had a wonderful dinner. If I would have told you, Danny Heifetz, that an hour and a half ago, as we were having dinner and I'm having a cocktail or two, that I'd be having a conversation with you on Spotify Live, what would I have given you? Like 20 to 1 odds? Uh, I would have needed 50 to 1. 50 would have been a better number. I agree. I agree. I uh, Also, I, I don't know about you. It took me a long time to realize that we're in Phoenix for this. We're literally Kevin Durant's coming to us. Oh, I know. I, the shame of it, Danny. I wish... They were playing a home game. I might go to a home game if they were playing tomorrow or Friday or Saturday. JJ, when it comes to basketball, I describe myself as a longtime listener, but this is definitely first time caller. So uh, I, I just have one question here, and I'm going to hop off. But these guys are bad GMs. Players are bad GMs. LeBron has ruined this part. I, I know that he just had the all time record, but like LeBron kind of. He got the bubble title, and then the GMing he's done between, like, obviously Davis trade, they got the one title, but, like, getting Westbrook, just signing the deal he did, like, just really wasted a lot of his time. Kevin Durant and the entire Nets thing was just really just at its core. Durant orchestrated a giant waste of his time. Players, I, I don't know. That's kind of just thinking about this. It's like these guys just getting your friends to go play. It's like they're not good at organizing a team. No, there's something to that. And LeBron has failed miserably as trying to be a guy that's orchestrating a roster and trying to build a team. It's blown up in his face now. The Lakers stink. They're going absolutely nowhere. And listen, I think from Durant's standpoint, it's the idea of having one superstar to partner with and you partner with a guy who is as toxic as can be. I mean, let's be honest, Danny. Kyrie Irving was toxic in Cleveland. He was toxic in Boston. They couldn't, Danny, when he was a free agent, I have buddies in Boston. They're like, take him. We want nothing to do with this guy. And I'm like, am I missing something here? What's going on? I've watched him the last couple of years in Brooklyn. We've lived everything that we've lived through over the last few years. Would you want Kyrie Irving on your team? 
No freaking chance. Kyrie is a, he's a contrarian without a cause. That's a good way to look at it. You know, I've never thought about it that way. That's very philosophical of you, by the way. There you go. JJ, thank you for having me look on. Look at you. On, on Radio Row, Super Bowl week, Danny Hype is checking in on a Spotify Live. That's why he's one of the all-time greats. I mean, Kyrie is just impossible. And the Nets, listen, don't make this about their owners. You want to tell me their owners placated these guys for too long, that they sold their souls to the devil, that they had no fundamental values in Irving doing whatever the hell he wanted to do? That's an argument. That's something we can have a conversation about. Them deciding to move on from Kyrie Irving. Man, who can fault them on that? Even if the ramifications ended up being Kevin Durant. Sooner or later, you reach a point of no return. They had reached that point of no return. Jesse is up next. He joins us. Jesse, let's go. How we doing? JJ, how you doing, buddy? I'm out here in Phoenix. We are over the moon tonight. Oh, I can understand that. I can understand that. Your team went from, you know, a disappointing, underachieving regular season to a team saying, holy smokes, we could go win a title. Let's go. And they went from basically end of the line, Chris Paul has fallen off to, they got a little bit of a lifeboat. And I'll tell you what, this is the softest landing possible for Durant. This town is starved for anything. Every team stinks. They finally have some hope here. If he can get one, if he can get one, he'll be a god here forever. Oh, and I like this situation for him too. Because again, he went to Golden State. He joined the ready-made team. They have an all-time great player in Curry. They have another Hall of Famer in Thompson, Green, Carr, you name it. They were great without him. He took them to another level. He clearly made them better. But that's the knock on KD. Oh, can KD go and be the man? This Phoenix team, they're good. Chris Paul has never won. Devin Booker, as much as I like him, he has never won. Durant's the guy who can go and put his stamp on it and say, hey, guess what, fellas? I'm taking you an NBA title. That's what's in front of Kevin Durant over the next couple months, which will be tough, building chemistry, building a rapport, the whole deal. But I, I would say you got at least a two, three-year window at this thing, at least. Yeah, I think so. And this is all, you know, a cautionary tale. Be careful with who you get in bed with. You really got to be careful. Oh, listen, we saw it with Brooklyn. It, it failed miserably. And he's going to a team with better guys. I mean, who would you rather play with? Kyrie Irving or Chris Paul? And I know Kyrie Irving won. Hit the big shot. 2016 NBA Finals. You want to talk about a leader. You want to talk about a guy who gets it. Chris Paul gets it. Kyrie Irving does not. And I like Booker. You know, I was kind of selfishly hopeful that it was going to blow up in Phoenix before this went down and that maybe Booker could work his way with all those Kentucky connection to the New York Knickerbockers. That's out now. I did see Jalen Brunson was all giddy about Josh Hart. Nice pickup. I'm telling you this, you weren't getting a Spotify Live for Josh Hart tonight. You know, we got a great pot up. You got to check it out. I had Jerry Ferrar on. We had a great round. Of, if you would have told me today that I would go through my radio row, my round of golf with the great Jerry Ferrara, everything that transpires, and here we are at 11.53, wouldn't believe you. But that's how we do what we do around here. Kevin Durant, a former member of the Brooklyn Nets. 
the Durant Irving dynamic duo, the partnership, the one that was supposed to lead a title, a parade down Atlantic Avenue. The only thing that's going to be parading down Atlantic Avenue is my skinny rear end on my 10 mile runs. That's the only thing that's parading down Atlantic Avenue, baby. Sorry, net fans. I know you don't want to hear that. I'm a little bit of a spunky mood tonight. I did not expect to be doing this right now. So you know what? On that note, 30 minutes of fun. Great job by everybody. Thanks for participating. Get some rest or enjoy your morning. Whatever it may be. I don't even know. New York, New York, presented by our friends over at Fandle. Good job, Stefan. You don't sleep. Never, ever, ever. Be good, everybody.